नंचिकोमी युक्त मेत तत्वित पश्यन शुण्वन स्पृशिघ्रन नश्न गच्छन स्वपंश्वसन प्रलपन विसृजन गृहन्मीशन निमीशन्नपी इंद्रियाण्रियाथु वर्तन इतिधारियोमी is the present tense first person singular form of a verb meaning to do iti is a word meaning so or this yuktah is the singular nominal form of an adjective meaning diligent as in the previous verse manyeta is a form of a verb meaning to think tatvavit is a compound of tatva a noun meaning truth and vit meaning knower or one who knows as in chapter 3 verse 28 the second line of this verse and the first line of the next verse enumerate various actions using progressive forms of verbs pashyan means seeing shrunwan means hearing sprushan means touching jigran means smelling ashnan means eating gachan means going or moving swapan means sleeping shwasan means breathing pralapan means speaking visrujan means eliminating grunhan means consuming unmishan means opening the eyes nimishan means closing the eyes api is a particle meaning even as in even if or even though as in the previous verse indriyani is the plural accusative form of a noun usually translated as sense referring to the five senses but i prefer to translate it as perception as in chapter 2 verse 68 indriyarteshu is the plural locative form of a noun meaning objects of perception or objects being perceived as in chapter 3 verse 6 vartanta is a progressive form of a verb meaning to operate upon dharayan is a progressive form of a verb meaning to hold or to believe reordering for english we get the following anvaya karomi na evam kinchit iti manyeta tatvavit yuktah 
धारयन पश्यन शुण्वन स्पृशन जिघ्रन अश्नन गच्छन स्वपन श्वसन प्रलपन विसृजन गृहन उन्मीशन निमीशन अति इंद्रिया वर्तंत इंद्रियाषु I do not even a little bit so thinks the truth knowing adherent believing seeing hearing touching smelling eating moving sleeping breathing speaking eliminating consuming even opening the eyes closing the eyes as perceptions operating on the sense objects in these two verses Krishna continues describing the adherent of yoga. There are two surprising implications. The first implication is that the agent, the performer of actions is not who we think it is. It is a denial of the common understanding of free will. The verses refer to a full spectrum of actions. We commonly believe most of them to be subject to free will. but krishna dismisses them as perceptions operating on the sense objects meanwhile he says the adherent knows the truth that she does none of them the second implication is that the actions themselves are not what we think they are even if we reject free will we tend to think of ourselves and for that matter everything else in the universe as material beings acting in ways determined by the laws of biology chemistry and physics but these verses say that actions are perceptions operating on the sense objects they recall the theory of quantum electrodynamics which says that any event proceeds in an indeterminate fashion when the outcome is observed the equation governing the event is said to collapse and the outcome is determined thank you for subscribing to the 5 minute gita narrated by milind s pandit with gratitude to my father and sanskrit teacher dr sudhakar m pandit i recommend english translations by swami gambhirananda or swami chinmayananda the late dr sundar hattangadi has also published sandhi vichhed and anvaya available online